you should make sure your refrigerator is running with Better Buddies. Hello, and welcome back to Better Buddies. I'm your host, RJ, and with me this week, we have Matthew. Oh, hey there. And brand new to the show, uh, you'll be getting to know them along with me, is Otto. Well, hello there. Oh, dulcet tones. (laughs) So we're starting the show off with our Better Buddies Icebreaker, a question to break the ice and get to know each other better. And... Otto, you're really, I think you're really lucky for this question because it's one that is a good way to stretch your creative muscles and show off who you are as a person mm. a bit. The question this week is, if you were a fighting game character, what would your finishing move be? Hmm. See, that's a tough one. So it's me as a fighting game character? Yes. Like I'm standing there in Street Fighter or uh, Marvel oh, vs. Yeah. Capcom? Oh, that's tough because uh, I always default to Wolverine. So, well, if you want know, a minute man. to think about it, uh, Matt and I can shoot some answers yeah. out there. Yeah, we'll come around. We'll come back. Wait, around. wait, 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 wait. Do you do you default to Wolverine because you're short, hairy, and Canadian? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Excellent. So short. <laughs> Either that or Zangief. You know, they're they're kind of the exact same thing, right? Yeah. One's one's five six. The other one's like six eight. I could see you as Zangief, hundred <laughs> percent. Matt, do you have an answer for this question? Uh, I would be uh, Ness from Super Smash Bros, but only so I can yell PK fire and throw fireballs at people. So, so as I understand it, <laughs> if you were a fighting game character, you're as a person, you as a person were a fighting game character, your finishing move would be to turn into Ness and shoot fireballs <laughs> at people. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah, that's the that's the only move that I need is PK fire, honestly. Okay. That, that would be my starting move, my middle fight move, and my finishing move, all in one. PK fire! Damn. Nice. All right. Well, uh, mine, uh, I, I've been debating between two. My first idea was, I'm a big comic book guy, superhero guy, so I'd pull a rolled up comic book out of my back pocket, <laughs> open it up, and like, a bunch of like fists would fly out or like eye beams and or like a bunch of superheroes would like crawl out of the page and run across the screen punching the opponent as they ran past. Alright, so there's some creativity. Oh yeah. There's there's a real creative answer. Uh my I've also been thinking about this for like two days, so don't uh don't worry too much about it. Cause my other Fair. idea I I'm a I play Dungeons and Dragons, I'm a DM, would be a I pull out a like big D20 and throw it at the other person, hits him in the face and lands on a nat 20. And then a red dragon swoops in and breathes fire on them. Nice. Nice. Or me as nest just throws fire at them and says, (laughs) (laughs) also good. Also good. Very good. I don't know. I say I would just uh, whip out a uh, Nintendo controller and make the other guy punch himself in the face until he died. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Very good. I kind of like 
that answer gave me a uh, uh, Metal Gear vibe of that, like, because uh, isn't it on the original, like, PlayStation, you had to switch your controller to port 2 or something? Yep. When fighting Mantis? Mm-hmm. Nice. Our next segment is uh, Better Buddies Recommend. Uh, this is where we recommend a piece of media for anyone to enjoy. It can be any type of media you want, whether it's a book, a song, an album, a, D, uh, a movie, TV show, video game, a Twitch channel, perhaps. Hmm. Like um, uh, twitch.tv slash Maddie <laughs> underscore misplace. <laughs> and don't feel everyone's favorite media. Oh, yeah. It's, it might be the most recommended at this point for this <laughs> podcast. And if you've got like a couple things you want to throw out there just to get them off your chest, by all means, feel free to do so. I think the technical record for most things recommended was we had a regular guest, Calvin, recommend anime, all of anime, as his okay. recommendation. So and, unless you recommend like media, you're never going to beat it. Yeah, I was going to go hyper-specific with a specific channel. Do it. <laughs> um, well, I'm kind of a kind of a, a nerd in several other ways, except for just video games and D&D and all that stuff. Um, I watch a guy called Legal Eagle, and he does really good breakdowns of um, like real legal issues and real legal things that are happening, as well as old stories you might have heard of, like um, some like urban legends and kind of things. But he also does... Um, really silly ones like he does breakdowns of like movies like uh, like Goodfellas and Godfather and all that stuff and other things that kind of go over like legal battles and lawsuits and stuff like that I don't know it's just it's just interesting to uh, have someone who is very well informed in in law to actually explain it in layman terms and bring it to uh, easy understanding rather than just having uh, talking points and you know, simple rhetoric. Yeah. That's you said that was legal eagle. Yeah. Is that any, uh, I'm assuming on YouTube. That is YouTube. Yep. Awesome. That sounds really interesting. Like, like you said, like to have somebody like actually explain things versus the like urban legend talking points you'll get with the like that McDonald's coffee lawsuit or whatever. Exactly. Or even like, um, like. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's, it, it's very easy to follow, very easy to understand. And it, yeah, it doesn't just, uh, it doesn't just break it down into, well, appeal to my authority because I said so, you know, he, he says, don't take my word for it. There's plenty of other sources out there and you can do your own research, but here's, here it is as we understand it now. So, huh? yeah, it's good. That's really respectable. That's awesome. Uh, do you have a Twitch channel you might want to plug? Autumnus underscore prime. There we go. <laughs> He's no, no, okay. No, no. You get okay. you gotta plug the whole thing. It's uh it's it's twitch.tv slash uh Maddie underscore misplace. And then you can find Otto's channel through there. <laughs> it's just an interconnected web. Always. <laughs> it honestly is. It's crazy how many uh people we have in our little network of uh Steam. Mm -hmm. It's almost like a or Twitch friends. That little network. Almost like an interconnected network. What do we call that shorthand? Could possibly be the internet. <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh, we'll workshop that one. 
Matt, do you have a uh, recommendation? Yes, I finally got my ass off of Twitch for more than three hours, and I watched The Umbrella Academy Season 2, and oh. it's great. Is it good? It's good? I, uh, I I like it a lot. I uh, I enjoyed it, and I can't wait for the next season, because they kind of left it on the cliffhanger for those of you who like semi-spoilers i guess (laughs) i mean come on now like how could you actually have a lead into another season if you don't have some cliffhanger right there's always got to be something to make sure you got content for next year yeah that's not a spoiler true but some people get like really angry they're like oh there's a cliffhanger i didn't want to know that everything's ruined (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) and some i'd say it depends a lot on the cliffhanger too of like it ends on a cliffhanger, but if for whatever reason they canceled it, the show would like be complete Ooh. versus the old Spider-Man animated series where they ended on a cliffhanger of let's go find Mary Jane and then never addressed it ever again. Some say they're still looking for her to this day. <laughs> uh, Matt, do you have a Twitch stream you want to plug again? Um, no, I, I really can't think of anybody. <laughs> Okay. I'm going to recommend... I've been debating this a little bit. Uh, I think I'm going to recommend Daredevil, uh, the Netflix series. Nice. It's, uh, it's been out for a long while now, but it's... Season 1 is very good. Season 2 dips a little bit in quality, but it's got John Bernthal's Punisher, which is just amazing. And then Season 3 brings it back up in terms of conflict and uh, fights. And it's very well done in that uh, they took... The the Netflix Marvel shows are all interconnected, but you don't need any of them to watch any of the others. Except for maybe Defenders, you should probably, like, watch Daredevil Season 2, but you don't need to if you don't really want to. But yeah, Netflix Daredevil... Charlie Cox is brilliant as Matt Murdock to the point where he got so into the uh, the role of Matt Murdock being blind that he went to audition for another project and the casting people looked at him and were like, are, are you okay? And he realized he'd been doing the Daredevil blind thing where you look past people the whole time method yeah he he suspects it cost him he, he couldn't like outright say it but he uh hinted at the time he was auditioning it, it might have cost him the role of solo in solo a star wars story so but yeah he he got into it uh all the other actors and actresses are really good in it and it's not like melodramatic but it's very well done and well balanced. Ooh. I definitely got to say, like, as far as the interconnectedness of all those stories, it is pretty amazing that they were able to do that in TV series. Like, it's one thing to tie in movies where it's one concurrent watch. And it's a little, I feel like it's a little bit easier to then tie in those stories into just that single concurrent story. Whereas you're breaking them up into episodes, breaking them across seasons and across different um, 
like entirely different shows. Yeah. I think it's pretty great. It's definitely a tough, job. yeah, it's a very tough job for them to do. And like, it was tough behind the scenes too, because at the time, Marvel movies and Marvel TV were two different things. Right. And the boss of Marvel TV was not the best guy. And was like, really negative creatively. So it was a real struggle for them to like, fight for things to work out and fight to do things and uh basically all the creative people over at marvel studios kept fighting and butting heads on them being like no dude we're telling you this is a good idea to do with the shows listen to us and do it even uh, have you have you guys watched any of the netflix marvel shows um, I watched, uh, most of them. I didn't finish, uh, like Jessica Jones or, uh, Iron Fist or, but let's just say I watched the first season and some of the second seasons. Yeah, I've, I've caught most of it, but, um, I'll be honest with you. It's kind of broken in and out because, uh, I just have it on while I'm doing other stuff at home, but I know they're, they're great stories and some of the fight scenes are pretty damn good for it being, uh, you know, you, you assume like TV shows, there'll be a little bit lacking in some of the quality, but no, like they're they good choreography and shit. Oh, yeah. Sorry, can, I, can I swear on here? Oh yeah, absolutely. Do it no, the f- no this want. is a PG <laughs> Minecraft server. Christian Minecraft ah, server. The only reason I don't is my little brother's in the next room over. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, and the fight scenes, Marvel, Netflix especially, did great choreography with most of it. Like, in season one, they have a hallway fight where uh, Daredevil's fighting down this hallway and the camera mm-hmm. in one shot pans down into a room, backs up as he fights back out of it, pans into the room at the other side of the hallway and backs up to be right where it originally started as he's fighting through, fighting these Russians and breaking doors down and punching people and, like, leaning against a wall at the end and, like, socks the last guy in the face. Yeah, like, right? Not bad for a TV series, man. Yeah. I honestly, I'll be, I'll be completely honest. I didn't have the highest hopes for most of the, uh, well, any of the real superhero TV shows and stuff like that, given given some of the track records out there and uh, also given uh, Black Lightning, but <laughs> a lot of them are really good. And I, I will be honest, I have watched all of Black Lightning purely for the, uh, I don't know, horrendous acting. <laughs> like, Is Black Lightning that bad? I haven't seen any of it. So, it's like so bad that it's good. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> I feel, it, I feel like bad. I feel bad because it's like, Black Lightning is super cool in the like the animated yeah. stuff in the in the comics. Yep. But then you go to the TV show and it's like oh. <laughs> Who cast this? <laughs> See, and my only experience with Black Lightning in terms of live TV show is the Crisis on Infinite Earth story. That's all I've seen him in. Hmm. And he was pretty good there for showing up as a, hey, I'm from a completely different universe. I don't know anybody, but I'm a good guy. (laughs) I'm here. (laughs) 
And that's one of the... You were saying, like, it was really amazing that they managed to do such good fight choreography for being a superhero TV show. Arrow, the Arrowverse shows kind of disappoint me in a lot of their fight choreography, which, like, I get it. They have larger casts that are usually fighting at one time. But after how many seasons of Arrow and then the same kind of choreography is used in all the other shows... Hey, sorry, I was reading chat because they're being silly. No, it's okay. I thought my, t- uh, I thought Discord dropped on me. Not, not gonna lie, you have cut out a little bit on my end. Am okay. I cutting out? Uh, no, no, you're, you're good. Been crystal okay. clear auto. I love listening to your voice. Oh yeah. There it is. You got a really good mic. <laughs> Thanks. No, it's his voice. His. <laughs> His his mic and his computer are subpar, but his voice just carries the whole potato. Don't disparage my potato. I wasn't. I was just saying, like, we all know what makes you great, and it's 100%. The microphone. Not, not the potato. <laughs> Is your voice technically classified as, like, a weapon of mass destruction? You're not allowed to buy higher-end microphones? <laughs> I think I've been blacklisted. Good. <laughs> it's too much power in one voice. <laughs> He's actually uh what's his name? Um the uh the inhuman Black uh, Bolt. Black Bolt, yeah. This is it. He's actually whispering right now because if he uh if he talked at his full volume, we'd all cream in our pants. I would shatter the world. <laughs> I mean, shatter the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's what I meant. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> what a Freudian slip. Freud slip? What? Fro- Freudian slip? Oh, never mind. I'm thinking of something else. <laughs> Yikes. Well, slow down. Gotta pick me on a date first. Wait, what are you talking about? What? <laughs> oh, Otto, you know I'm going to take you on a date. Um, so, this is where we get to how to be a better buddy, right? Sure. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Matt seems to want this. Segway. So yes. <laughs> Segway. How to be a better buddy is our segment of the show where we give uh, advice, some humorous, some serious, to questions I've pulled off the internet. Uh, All right. When listeners submit questions, we answer those. Uh, currently, we have had one of those so far, so if anybody needs advice... Send it into the Better Buddies email, betterbuddiescast at gmail.com. Ciao. Nice. Our first question is from Yahoo Answers, and it is What is the best substitute for hugs? Is this just, just answer as, as you will? As you will. I, I got a good one. Nothing like means. a good old tongue kiss to replace a hug. Right, Maddie? Ooh. Let's hug. <laughs> Let's uh, let's fucking do it. <laughs> I think this might be our first uh, first instance of on cast romance pot shipping. <laughs> I don't know how to define it. You guys it's, don't have to hide it. Don't lie. It's, uh, Otto and Maddie are very much uh, a thing. You guys don't have to ship us. We we already shipped ourselves. It's a relationship. <laughs> how much is the postage on that ship? About it. Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna say about about three and a half, you know. Good. It's free, free for you. 
my answer was going to be a weighted blanket, but uh, I don't know about that anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's rational. <laughs> okay, so can I read some of my uh, chat answers? Absolutely. Sure. Okay, so the chat at twitch.tv slash Maddie <laughs> underscore misplays. Um, check him out. He's pretty cool. Uh, they said ice cream, and then one person said come. I instantly regretted that answer. And then uh, the person who said ice cream also said, ooh, a weighted blanket is great. Cool. Glad uh, glad some people like weighted blanket. I mean, that is the logical like logical answer. Well, here's a, here's a question I've just thought of in relation mm-hmm. to this. Is a... Does hugs count as hugging, say, a dog? If, if we recommend hugging, like, an animal, would that count as a hug in terms of the question and then not be a substitute? Can they really hug you back, though? Dogs, yes. My cat hugs me back, but I think he does it with his claws out. So uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's actually a hug or if he's trying to actually just eat me. He's just trying to hold on tighter. Yeah. Really sink that grip in there. He's got to find the sauce box and uh, smack me wide open. Um, I do have to feed my cat uh, in about three minutes. So I just want to let you know that before I okay. head out. He's on a very strict, and go silent. strict diet. He's on a strict uh, schedule for his diet, for sure. Yes. Otherwise, he starts to eat Matt. <laughs> I yeah. that's the thing with cats. Yeah, it it is a thing. I gotta. He starts biting my beard because apparently that's the. I don't know why he does it, but he it's he mad. does. He bites my uh. He bites my arm when he doesn't get enough food, and it, if he really waits a long time for food, when as soon as I walk out my door, he he jumps up and latches onto my calf, and uh and just holds on until I take him to the kitchen and open the fridge where his food is. Man, I really hope you're wearing jeans when he does that. I always wear jeans. It's actually a thing now. I wore shorts once, and that was the worst decision of my life. Why? Why? Because he, he he literally just latched on to my leg, and I have ah. I have the the scratches to prove it. See, so I, I, I just thought you meant shorts in general were just a bad idea, regardless. I didn't realize it was strictly oh no 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 no. Yeah, no, it's strictly in reference to the cat. Like, I went on, uh, I went camping uh, this weekend, and obviously I wore shorts because it's it was fucking eighty-seven degrees out, mm-hmm. and uh, we were on on the on the river. But uh, yeah, no, I can't wear shorts in my own apartment. So <laughs> it's a shame because shorts is. are comfy and easy to wear. Yeah, but my jeans are comfy and easy to wear because they're. Uh, they're the stretch, like the stretch jeans. So they they feel like sweatpants, hmm. but they're denim. Yeah, like they feel like sweatpants and denim at the same time. That and they're stylish. Like sweatem? I got nothing. Sweat sweatums. <laughs> sweatums. <laughs> the brand new shoe line from Skechers. No For all pants. your jogging needs. Speaking of sweatpants, when am I going to get um, twitch.tv slash autumnus underscore prime sweatpants <laughs> with your face on them? We're doing a, a drive on my birthday, so um, if, if enough uh, 
if enough potential happens there, then everyone's getting some pants. Oh, oh yeah. So uh, I'm gonna plug somebody that's not myself on this uh, on this uh, on this uh, podcast here. But Otto is doing a a 24 hour stream on your birthday. Heck yeah. Definitely check him out um, for that uh, because. Like you said, he's doing giveaways. He's doing he's doing a drive for merch. It's just it's just so nice to see my child uh, grow up so fast. Oh, they fly the net so fast. Is the, is this a different stream than the one you were telling us about a week ago? Because a week ago you were talking about a charity stream to keep an eye out for that you didn't have a date for yet. Is, is this different? Yeah. It is. Yes, yeah, it is okay. different. The the uh, charity stream that I'm doing is going to be at the end of the month, and that's with uh, twitch.tv slash Beeston, B-E-E-S-T-O-N. Let's make sure we get all our streams lined up correctly and yep. know which ones we're going to. So to conclude this question, uh, I think a, a, a nice French kiss with a willing partner oh, okay. or... or a way to blanket. Um, mug of tea. Uh, uh, warm drinks do the same thing psychologically for us. So, yeah, well, I think the I think the real answer here is just ask them what they would prefer because like yeah. people are different, and if they don't want to hug, they probably like we all have love languages, right? So you just gotta ask them, communicate mm-hmm. with them, say, hey. I know you're not comfortable with hugs, but what can I do to show you that I care about you? You know what I mean? See, and that's a really good point that I hadn't even thought of and why it's good to have other minds around you when you discuss things. Because I was just assuming from the standpoint of like, oh, what would be, in general, other ways to, like, if you had to substitute something for a hug, what would you do instead of the, like, hey, maybe the person you're with doesn't like hugs and you need another way to show you care for them high fives all around love high fives our next question uh and if matt stepped out to feed his cat we Mm -hmm. will reinform him when he arrives again all right Uh, uh this question is one of historical importance uh what was life like before coronavirus from Yahoo Answers. Uh, the before times. In the long, long ago. The time before time? I would say life before Corona was uh, naive. Um, we were younger then. Yeah, but there were, there were so many other things that we had to face before even dealing with coronavirus. That coronavirus kind of... I don't know. It was like a... Um, like there were some, there were some embers on in like just in, in the social fabric in general, there were embers, you know, little flare ups of, of very nasty things happening and COVID seemed to just throw accelerant all over all those embers. And, you know, that's, it's gotten so like things were divisive before Yeah, but things so much more divisive over, over seemingly arbitrary things and, and seemingly common sense things. Yeah. So that's why I say we were a little bit more naive because had we had some sort of preparations 
that we were all made aware of, hey, just in case this happens, because we are due for something like this to happen, according to all of our epidemiologists. So let's get on board right now and understand if and when this happens, here's what we do. Instead, it was just a whole bunch of discombobulated mess and leadership in different places were, well, some did a great job, others didn't. Yep. It's just, uh, yeah, it's a little, a little sad to know that uh, a lot of science and um, just evidence had been like poo-pooed and uh, dismissed as, you know, certain agendas or it has, uh, um, it's funded by certain people or this and that, you know, and it's, mm-hmm. it's just, it's just, it's disappointing. But I, I know we can come through it because we've come through a lot worse things. It's just that there are other looming things beyond Corona that we're also facing. So, yeah. And I think, like you're saying, it's a shame that it took something like the virus for us to reevaluate those sorts of things and recognize those embers were there. Like, if if we'd seen it, not if we'd seen it, we saw it, I think. We saw it, I think we, as a whole, knew they were there. We just chose to ignore them because, mm-hmm. for a time, we could. Mm-hmm. And then, virus hit, things spiraled. Uh, 2020 became the year where every possible, every possible way to uh, experience history happened at once. Mm-hmm. And those embers stopped being embers. I had actually, um, I'd spoken to a friend of mine and uh, a few other acquaintances yesterday about what's been going on and all this stuff. And, you know, on, on the one hand, it feels like, like, holy shit, it's August. But on the other hand, it's like 2020 has been the longest 10 years of my entire fucking life. It's just like time seems to have no more, like real hold on life anymore you know and they they do say that like there is science on uh, the fact that when you are isolated you tend to get off of the essentially a a, um 16-8 schedule and your body and your mind somehow i I don't know why it happens but it pushes you into a uh, a 36 and 6 kind of mode or 36 and 8 kind of mode so you're up a lot more, you tend to get another second win and it drives you a lot harder through the night. And so it really tends to screw up your, your sleep cycle, which can screw up so many different things. So it's not that it's just, you know, isolation is tough. It's that it also does things to you physiologically, not just psychologically. Huh. Oh, so that's what happened to me. It's, it's real, man. Yeah. That's what's happening. It's been happening to me because I noticed like I was like dog shit tired when I got in from work today and I'm like, I'm going to have a nap. I might even just take the whole night off, but here I am feeling like I just woke up and went for a three mile run. So I'm like, it's very strange. Very, very strange. Man, I'm glad to know there's a reason because like for the last four weeks, three weeks, yeah, four weeks, last four weeks, I've had uh, tons of free time. I I'm, I wasn't working for those four weeks, and I used to have a really good schedule where, like, it was easy for me to get up at, like, 6.50, 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I'd 
do my day, I'd have my schedule, and then I'd get to bed by 10, and I'd fall asleep, and it'd be great. And then those four weeks where I had unlimited free time, I'd, but I was stuck in the house, I would stay up way later, get up way later. I, like, just, if it was just different. Mm-hmm. And, and without a routine to get back to right away, it's hard to, it's hard to just get out of that, you know, that, that late night cycle and that it's just tough because you're not going outside doing regular things. Even if, you know, even if you were laid off from work or lost your job for those four weeks, there's still other things that you could do outside of this world that we're living in now that would have kept you on a semi-normal or exactly the same kind of schedule. But yeah, now that we're just like hold up at home and, you know, you can't even, you, you can't even do like even the elbow bumping with your friends is like, well, you're not six feet away now, so don't do it. It's just. It, it screws with everything more than just just psychologically. So it's yeah, it's uh, it's very it's very interesting how the human mind uh, conditions itself to certain situations and uh, deals with certain ad- adversities. Wow, Matt, what are your thoughts on the uh, uh, what was life like before coronavirus? Um. Well, my life was actually relatively the same um the the year prior i i spent four months last year um pretty much the same way uh just isolated and unemployed and um yeah so uh it, just going back to that was really hard for my mental health and it was also like good because it like forced me to deal with all those um, those issues because like there was a period of like see four or five months um, after I moved back in with my uh, my family um, that I was just doing stuff like I was constantly just doing stuff I. I hated being home, so I was always out. I was always out till like eleven o'clock. So I would work from uh, I would go to work at six forty-five or whatever. So I would work from seven thirty to uh, whenever the job got done, and then I would go to the gym because the gym was right down the street from where I worked. And then I would go to play practice, and then I would go back to the gym if I didn't finish my. Um, workout before play practice and then um thursday nights i would have improv classes and i would take those and then on the weekends i would go to um either bars with friends or um or back to like actually watch improv shows um and and it was just like i i don't know i just kept going and then uh, when Corona hit, I had just moved into my new apartment um, and I had, so like I had started missing the, the alcohol and the, or not the alcohol, but like the, the, the social aspect of like going out and seeing people. But um, it, it really just was like, oh, I'm just, it just seems like I'm back in Illinois, you know, and I, uh, I struggled through it and then um 
uh, I started streaming on Twitch and at twitch.tv slash Maddie underscore misplays. And uh, you should check him out. He's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It just sort of has been a lot better from there because also like I've been still working out um, not as often or as hard as I did um, when I uh, was, you know, working out, you know, like twice every day, but still, still enough to where I, I feel good and I feel okay. Um, well, most of the time this week has been kind of weird. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Life before Corona was just more social, I think, than, than anything. Um, but it, 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 it's been like a blessing, you know, in disguise. Cause I think all of us have benefited from just the slowdown of life and just seeing how, uh, the shit that we've been doing has just caused us to avoid other shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I definitely get the blessing in disguise, but, um, before coronavirus, I was staying with an uncle so that I would have a shorter commute to my work. And every weekend it felt like I was driving all over the state to play, to hang out with people in one city. And then the next night I'd have to go hang out with people in another city and I'd go back to my parents' place to sleep. And there would be days where I might, uh, there was like one month, there was one weekend I was in three different cities in one day, started in one, spent the day in another, ended my day in a third, and the virus hit, and my work allowed me to work from home, and once I got that set up, everything I was doing anyways moved online, because it was all role-playing stuff, mostly, and while I missed, like, yeah, I missed movies or hanging out with people and whatever, but my schedule and my life situation just really kind of improved because, like, the D&D campaign I was running could meet weekly because the other three people I was playing with didn't have any, or the other four people that were playing in my campaign didn't have anything else going on. Everything else they were doing was shut down. And I didn't have to drive everywhere and I didn't have to commute for an hour or a half hour each morning and night. And I had time to go exercise and jog. So I don't know. It was like it, the virus is bad. Like that's undeniable. But like you were saying, Matt, the slowdown really helped. Just to, uh, yeah. To, um, so I, I do see how it has been a blessing in disguise in that way because it is a lot easier to connect with people now on Zoom and all that stuff because I have family that love to get together, but it's like a minimum three-hour drive depending on where we're going to be going to, whose house it's going to be at or whatever. And so it has been a blessing in that sense that I don't have to do all that traveling, like you said. But then on the other hand trying to have some of those zoom calls and talking about the reality of what's happening and having some denial in that call. That's uh, that, that just 
you know, makes it a little bit more difficult. And I'd also like to add on to that, that I would, I would absolutely love if, if the entire world could just agree that like, Hey, July is our fucking month off for everybody doing everything, making payments, whatever. We all just take a breath, let the world take a breath and we'll reset in August. But the reality is if the bills aren't getting paid at the bottom, I mean, this is a very fragile system that we've created. And with all of these people at the bottom that are soon facing, you know, imminent things, I mean, it's gotten easy in some senses. It's gotten a lot fucking harder in other senses. Yeah. Not, not to be the Debbie Downer of it all, but reality is it's, uh, it's very difficult for a lot of people right now. Yeah. I didn't mean to like... And I'm not saying that. I'm not saying yeah, that at all. Yeah, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just playing devil's advocate and giving the other side, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, yeah. no. It's, it's, it's very shitty, but uh, I've sort of... But like I said, it was just... Um, for a lot of people, it's, it's, it's shit. It's just yeah. absolute donkey. Just absolute donkey. And uh, just being able to find any shred of silver lining in it mm -hmm. or just some personal takeaway that you've learned about yourself or learned about the world or learned about other people in your life or even just like hey you made it through another day yeah. like you made it you're living through a holy hell of a time yeah. and you are still here today and, listening and to I'll, this podcast <laughs> exactly and i'll say that i feel like it has made me be a lot more empathetic and compassionate i feel like i was pretty empathetic prior to this but it's just it really drives it home how you know how how good you have it sometimes mm -hmm. and uh, yeah like yeah i can still stop and appreciate a lot of things while this is going on which is really amazing to be able to do yeah and that was definitely like it's important to keep balance. I don't know if balance is the right word, but like you said, it's important not to be in denial about what's going on when you're in like these mm -hmm. Zoom meetings and stuff. Um, I was, I've all, I've been very aware since the start that I was an outlier case. That yeah, I got really lucky and everything worked out for me, but most people were not so lucky. So, I've, I've, it's made me. I've had to be more aware of the world around me because of that. Like, had to step back and compare what I'm seeing versus what's actually happening. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I think we should end that question by mm -hmm. saying, check in on people. People you know that you don't know how they might be struggling right now. Check in on the people you care about. See if there's a way you can support people, whether it's uh, just asking your friends if they're doing okay or if there's a local charity that is helping people that you could donate some time or money to. And uh, if, if we all just do a little bit, we can try and help offset this thing. Mm -hmm. Our third question is well maybe we'll get well maybe we'll get as serious with this one i don't know uh 
Our third question is, my friend is going to prank call a pizza place. Is this okay? Further details are, so my friend Maisie is prank calling a pizza place and ordering a pizza to a random house and she thinks it's funny. No. Yeah, I'm going to go with a no on this one. Yeah, you're wasting everybody's time. You're wasting food. I mean, I know that pizza's going to get eaten in the end of the day, but that delivery driver's out a tip. The place is out, you know, they got to do their counts at the end of the day and everything's got to match up and they're, they're one pie out. Like, Especially if it's a locally owned place. Then you're just oh, taking, yeah. taking money out of their pockets. That's just, that ain't right. The gas the pizza driver's going to waste driving that around? Mm-hmm. And... Maybe the pizza place is nice about it and lets people, like, take unclaimed pies, but if it's anything like uh, some of the chains, they just dump it at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. So, this question is, uh, is a yikes for me, for sure. Yeah. Don't prank call order pizzas. If you really got to prank call people, do, like, a... Is your refrigerator running? <laughs> I was just going to say that. Do you have any gray poupon? Like, <laughs> some of it's not going to hurt people. Unless you're, like, prank calling 911, in which case, don't. Just don't. <laughs> now, if you are going to prank call someone, w- let's give them some other options for prank calling. Uh, is your refrigerator running? They say, yes, you better go catch it. <laughs> My favorite one is from The Simpsons. Which one? Hello, I'm looking for Mr. Jazz, please. First name, Hugh. <laughs> is, there, or, is there a uh, Hugh Jazz here? Is there or, a Hugh uh, Jazz? We're, I'm looking, we're looking for, for a Hugh Jazz. Miss, Miss Hug and Kiss? First name, Amanda? I'm looking for Amanda Hug and Kiss. <laughs> yeah, we know, Maddie. <laughs> his name is Otto. Got him. <laughs> oh, you make me blush. I think there's another Simpsons one that I... The one I was thinking of was... um. Mr. Roch, first name Mike. <laughs> yeah, that's a classic. That goes way back. <laughs> the huge ass one. Huge ass actually answers the phone. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> yes, I'm huge ass. So I'm just going to level with you here, sir. This is a prank call gone horribly wrong. <laughs> so yeah, don't don't prank call order stuff. <laughs> just prank call the normal way. Yes. Star six seven that bitch. <laughs> but what but year is it? It's uh, it's actually two thousand six, and we just uh, <laughs> we just fell in a time loop. Oh no! We have to warn everyone. We have to warn them. We know what's coming. Do we know? I don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Well, no, we don't because we didn't finish out twenty twenty. So now we're stuck in two thousand and six. Oh, that's okay. We'll just collaborate with uh, Matt Grading of uh, Simpson <laughs> Futurama fame. Oh, we'll just we'll just get a jump start on him and uh, start disenchantment. Sell him the rights. <laughs> Full circle. Time is a circle because it continues to go round. No, it's a wibbly wobbly, tiny wimey. Doctor Who something, something. Wibbly wobbly timey wimey ball of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if you really want yeah. to get technical, imagine time as like a piece of paper. 
I thought time was more like a stack of pieces of paper where every I guess, piece of paper I guess is a so. moment. But you also have to take in um, space into consideration. Yeah, that's why it's a stack. You can move across. As you move down time, uh, I, I'm trying to remember, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. explained this with a stack of paper and a drawing. Like, if you draw a line down the paper mm -hmm. on the edge of it, there's a little bit of time on each slice of paper, and the mm -hmm. piece of paper is the space. So you so may move in space, you but you don't move in time. Well, you, you move in space and time. But if you take that stack of papers and fold them end to end, and then draw that line, Ooh. now where does time go? So if you can bend space, you can travel through time. Whoa. <laughs> Be right back. Gonna bend time real quick. Bend space and travel time. I'm traveling. everybody. Welcome back. <laughs> I'm traveling oh, through time shit. at the rate of one hour per hour. Nice. Damn, bro. I wish I was that good. Our last question is, uh, what's it mean? Further details, when a friend says your opinion doesn't define who I am. Uh... I think, to be frank, it's rather self-explanatory. Your opinion doesn't define who your friend is. Mm -hmm. uh, you may think your friend is the greatest person in the world, and that the sun shines out their bum, but that is your opinion, and opinions aren't fact. Maybe you just yeah, don't know what their flaws are. Your your opinion doesn't define who I am. I am redacted. <laughs> but I mean, for trash. real though, if you do walk into a room and say a handful of words, and there's fifty people in that room, there's officially fifty different versions of you. So those opinions do not define who you are, or who your friend are, or whatever. It's not within you. I think you've just created a process to speed clone people. <laughs> Hang on, there's, not, there's someone knocking at my door. It's me. Oh, no. <laughs> no but... Just bending space. Oh, God, he's bent space. Wait, <laughs> wouldn't that bend time? <laughs> exactly. Oh, no. <laughs> uh... But yeah, like, maybe just don't try and define your friend. Mm -hmm. Let them be who they are. That's why you're friends with them, because you liked them. Don't, don't put them in a box. Mm -hmm. Respect their individuality and autonomy. Put me in a box. Well, if they ask to be put Only in a if box, you ask. <laughs> yeah, put them in a box. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm not asking. I'm telling you, put me in a box. Oh. And, done, and, and write, done. write redacted on it. Actually, like put the, me in the bin because I'm trash. No, no bin. You'd go in like one of those contortionist little plexiglass boxes that are completely clear. We'll just stuff you in there. Oh, Ooh, okay. I was thinking like sounds... a magic trick. <laughs> Like we'll get one of those uh, water traps where he hangs upside down yes. and escapes. Otto, uh, don't don't tell him what we do in our free time. What do you mean? This is this is going out on the on the internet. It's oh, stuffing this me is, in a this is live. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't tell them that? about our secret. Don't, don't tell them about our secret, uh, secret Sunday ritual. Super secret of, Sundays. Uh, plexiglass and super secret sexy Sundays. <laughs> I mean, I'm recording this, but uh, based on our numbers, no one's listening. <laughs> hey, we got Streaming. people in my chat who listen. Yeah, and I, I'm grateful for them, but they're live. I, I haven't checked the uh, recording numbers recently, but uh, the the uptick was going from zero downloads to two. So hey, hell yeah! There's more downloads than I get on on Twitch.tv/slash/Maddie underscore misplace. <laughs> I mean, that was way too long between plugs there, man. I know, I'm slacking, honestly. Hey, hang on, maybe you should do another one. Twitch.tv slash Maddie underscore misplaced. <laughs> but also, Twitch.tv slash Maddie underscore misplaced. Are we going to get to a point where it stops sounding like words? <laughs> yeah, 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 honestly, it's getting harder to say for whatever reason, and it's my fucking name. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash Maddie underscore misplaced. <laughs> Maybe it's because I'm saying the underscore. Usually I don't. It's important to add that underscore in, though. We, we covered this last week. That it's very important. vital. All sorts of people have come up. Our last segment of the show is Shouting Into the Void, where we tweet at a random celebrity. Ooh. Just shout at them and hope that somebody replies. The- oh, man. LeVar Burton all day. Yeah, I was I gonna. Feel like he would reply to. I was gonna ask him, "Hey, do you got any book recommendations for Quarantine Land?" <laughs> like three million books long. Yeah, just give me a reading, a summer reading list. <laughs> I'll do it, Lavar Burton. But no, that's my vote, a hundred percent, for for a for a recommendation. To, yeah. On what to read. Good, because I just typed it up. Slick. Yes. Thanks, Otto. Yes. We we are great minds and we think alike. I'm not gonna lie, John Cena is also a pretty awesome, dude. Like IRL, but Tim Allen, I don't not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I included him because we did Tom Hanks and Tim Allen is Buzz Lightyear. All right. Tom Hanks right, is Woody, right, and they're a good pair of buddies. So. It's true. It's true. You got a friend in me. <laughs> do do. LeVar uh, was my for real friend when I was growing up. On reading Rainbow. So I just tweeted at LeVar Burton. Uh, hopefully he engages with it in some way because so far the oh only person to the only person to ever engage with it has been Chef Mike Harass, who, if you don't know who that is, is the former head chef of McDonald's. No way. Yeah. No way. But uh, he just liked the tweet. All we asked him was spaghetti question mark. Oh crap, he he liked another thing I tweeted at him. Hey. The uh, fact that he liked it though. Wait, 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 was that the one where we were totally like just ripping like, hey, spaghetti though? <laughs> yeah, it was that one. But then the other day <laughs> the other day he tweeted something about like uh he would play the Kingdom Hearts games if someone could explain them to him. If someone could explain the Kingdom Hearts games, he'd play them. And I replied to it saying we had someone come on who played the games and tried to explain them for an hour, and we still didn't understand. 
and he liked that. Yeah, there's a lot to uh, Kingdom Hearts, though. <laughs> a lot. You'd think there wouldn't be a lot because it's Disney and um, Final Fantasy, but there's a lot. Until someone can explain to me why and how King Mickey does not have a dungeon full of political full of political prisoners, I will never understand. Because he's not actually Walt Disney, RJ. But Mickey is king. And inherently, based on his personality and his characteristics, there is no way that he would be that benevolent. He is a puppet king, and (laughs) Walt Disney is the puppet master, and he's the one with the political people in his basement while he's just... uh, Floating frozen head. Welcome to the Twilight Zone. <laughs> I cannot see Huey, Dewey, or Louie actually doing well under a monarchy. I don't think Wait, they'd survive. Why? Because they're, they're awesome. They're awesome. Tr- they're awesome scamps, though. <laughs> they they do some delightful scamp little stuff. scamps. <laughs> we we love the little scamps. Scamps, scamps, scamps. Lovable little scamps. Between them, Chip and Dale, like, they're all such scamps, they'd wind up, like, causing mayhem. That's where the rest of the rescue rangers are. I tell you what, they're in Mickey's (laughs) dungeon. (laughs) Oh my goodness. They're getting tortured by duck dodgers. (laughs) That's that's Disney, right? No. Duck dodger? Isn't isn't that Warner Brothers? Eh. Eh. I don't know anything about anything. What? Except who framed Roger Rabbit? That was all of them, oh right? My. I love uh, that movie. I don't. I don't know. I never actually saw it. <gasps> Heresy. Heresy. I say. That is a classic. Oh, Duck Dodgers is Daffy Duck. I'm actually kind of stupid. Yeah, man. All right. Well, Matt. Uh, if it makes you feel better, do you want to plug? Y- your show one more time? <laughs> yes. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Automus underscore Prime. <laughs> and Otto, do you want to plug your channel? Are we doing Maddie Misplays again? If you want. <laughs> I just want to spell it out and make sure. O-T-T-O-M-U-S underscore P-R-I-M-E Automus Prime. I was about to say, that's a really Wait. weird way to spell Maddie. <laughs> Wait, I sp- uh, yeah, sorry, I spelled it wrong. Sorry, Maddie. M-O-U-S-E, Mickey Mouse. Donald M-A-T-T-Y underscore M-I-S-P-L-A-Y-S. Maddie misplays. This show was brought to you by the letters M and O. And the number three, because there's three of us. And that's my favorite number. Three is a magic number. Why am I so musical today? Speaking of music, thank you to the band Problem of Interest. Wow, I slurred that really badly. Problem of Interest for allowing us to use their song, Living in the Moment, off the album Cross Off Yesterday. For use of their song, Living in the Moment, off the soundtrack album. Cross Off Yesterday. Cross Off Yesterday. I know words Uh, and things. They're on iTunes and Spotify and... You should go so check them out. We. They're enjoyable. 
Matt is right. We are also on Spy Tune. Spy Tunes. Oh no. Oh my God. We're we're also <laughs> bad at now. talking. We have to make it now. <laughs> just a Spy Panther theme over and over again. <laughs> Spy Tunes. Yes. Oh wait, we can't do that. <laughs> we're just copywriting all the music. <laughs> Uh, we're on iTunes and Spotify, and I guess Google is changing their music thing. Google's changing their music thing over to, like, YouTube Music, so I guess we gotta move over there now? Oh, boy. Yeah. Google Play? Are we on Google Play? Uh, we were. Um, what do you mean, were? Lost my train of thought. There's the train. I'm back on it. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us and tell us what your... Uh, if you want to tell us what your fighting game final move would be, you can tweet at us uh, at BetterBudCast. Use the hashtag BetterBuddies. Or you can find us on Facebook, BetterBuddies. And if you need a question answered or some advice or to send us some fan letters, hate letters, uh, shopping lists, uh, you can send those to BetterBuddiesCast at gmail.com. Ooh, I I want I want fan art as me, uh, me as uh, Ness from uh, from Smash Bros. and Otto as Zang Zangief from uh, or Wolverine. Just please, 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 please. It'd be the second fan art we've ever gotten. So uh, claim that spot, claim that title. That's two more than me. It's, Hell yeah! It's still well, one more than me. <laughs> it was a fan art of Matt as a waterbender. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Hell yeah. <laughs> and uh, Otto, we close out every show by saying, last but not least, be a better buddy. Or you do what I do and you plug it all throughout the, the thing. So my, my name is Matthew from uh, twitch.tv slash Maddie underscore misplace. Yeah, that's me. That is you. Follow me. Subscribe to me. Do the do the thing. So I suppose I'm going to start the show now after you've done that and just like <laughs> splice that into like five different places. <laughs> yeah, just splice that, splice that in instead of redacted. okay oh i should that's what i'll just do anytime i need to redact like a town name or something i'll just splice an audio of someone plugging a project